What's poppin' New York City and welcome to Say Less Daily. I'm your host, Kazim Famiwide. Today is October 27th, 2022. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening to these daily ramblings. 30 minutes out of your day with you getting ready for school, getting ready for work, getting ready to hit the streets, getting ready to do whatever it is you do. I appreciate that you spend at least a little bit of that time with your boy. Um, appreciate everybody checking out the new episode of Say Less with Kazoki and Rosie uh, featuring Nigel Sylvester. Go and check that out on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Kazim, or you can check it out anywhere you stream podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, SoundCloud, wherever the hell you listen to it. And also patreon.com slash say less to support the boys and the girl. But you know what it is. It's Thursday. The week is almost over. We got some big Thursday night football tonight with the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last night, I was in the garden, Madison Square Garden, checking out the New York Knicks win their third straight game at the garden. It was a bomb burner against the Charlotte Hornets. It was an incredible game. Jalen Brunson, the folks who keep saying he was overpaid, I love to hear what you're saying now. I really, really do. I want to get ahead of myself, though. I'm not going to get ahead of myself because, obviously, those are three teams that the Knicks should beat. Should beat. But last year, these are teams, and especially games, that they wouldn't win, especially when it came to crunch time, especially when teams go on the specific runs. I was in the building last night. Like to get in there real early, check out shoot around, check out the vibe, see what everybody's looking like, you know what I mean? I like to look them in the face and see what's going on with my team. You feel me? Uh, but it was an incredible ball game last night. Jalen Brunson obviously led the way. 27 points, 13 assists, 7 rebounds. 13 assists is a career high for Jalen Brunson, who played 41 minutes last night. Also, R.J. Barrett missed a lot of chippies yesterday, but came in through the clutch at the very end with two clutch free throws, 22 points, 8 rebounds. In a game that you know he probably could have had a lot more points if he was finishing around the rim like he usually does. But the other big story coming out of New York was Julius Randle. Obviously, everybody knows just what Julius was going through last year. It was a lot. Uh, The boo birds, the thumbs down. He didn't look happy. There was a lot going on with him. But what I've noticed with Julius, especially lately, lots of breathing, lots of in control game that he's been playing you know what i'm saying he's been taking real good care of himself and you could tell he's got his family around him he's got the teammates around him and the, the addition of jalen brunson cannot be understated man he's taking the complete pressure off of a guy who felt like he had to carry the load especially two years ago after that 2020 pandemic season and his most improved player award uh and all-star year uh for the new york knicks but jalen brunson my goodness that dude is looking like a shoo-in for an all-star this year if he continues at this pace. He's been absolutely irreplaceable when it comes to the New York Knicks. You know, when you talk about having a great point guard, that's an extension of the coach. And Tom Thibodeau said that exactly, right? Like, he said this guy, he's just special, especially when it comes to how he thinks the game and how he plays the game. And you could see the confidence brewing in everybody on that court, guys who especially needed it, you know? I watched... At least 40 games up close and personal of the New York Knicks last year. At least 40. 
And you could tell that these guys have talent. Everybody around the league knows these guys have talent. The guys like R.J. Barrett, the guys like Cam Reddish, Julius Randle, you know, Fournier, Quickly, Toppin. These are guys that were highly touted coming into the league, highly touted in high school, college, the whole nine. But, you know, New York is tough. Not going to hold you. It's no secret around here. New York is a tough place to play. It is not built for those who are weak of heart and weak of spirit. But when you got a guy like Jalen Brunson, who's a local kid, born in South Jersey, father, Rick Brunson, played for the New York Knicks, grew up around this very area, knows exactly what it takes to be successful in this city. He has provided a level of calm and a level of serenity that I have not seen from Knicks fans in my entire life. I am not going to hold you. These are games that the Knicks would have lost last year, and, and, without question, without question. But now starting to look at the next couple of games for the New York Knicks, right? They won some games that they should have won. Beat Detroit. Beat Charlotte. And I forgot who they played last time, but they beat them too. <laughs> Is anybody going to tell me? Anybody going to tell me? Whatever. They beat them, right? But the step up in competition is real in the field. Next few games, you got the Milwaukee Bucks. You got the Cavaliers on Sunday. You got the Hawks on Wednesday. I'll be in MSG for that, doing the bet calves. Can't wait for that. You got the Sixers on Friday, the Celtics November 5th, Saturday, and the T-Wolves November 7th. 3-1, currently first place in the Atlantic Division. It's super early, New York. It's super early, Knicks fans. But I guarantee you, this team, just from the eye test, looks a lot different from last year. And I can't wait to see where it goes. But they're off to a good start. Can't wait to see where it goes. On the flip side, on the absolute opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers, my goodness, it can't get any. Brutal for the Los Angeles Lakers. 0-4, losing to the Denver Nuggets last night. Uh, And they need help, and it's going to be hard to get help. You know, there was no Westbrook. Anthony Davis is uh, looking like he's a little limpy. That back was tightening up on him. And it's looking like a nightmare season for the Los Angeles Lakers. And now it's time to start to wonder... Where the end of the rainbow is. The end of this nightmare is. How is this going to be fixable? The Los Angeles Lakers don't own their draft pick this year. That belongs to the New Orleans Pelicans as part of the Anthony Davis trade. You can imagine a world where the Lakers are so bad. They possibly get the number one or number two overall pick. And anybody looking at this draft this year knows there are two big prizes in this NBA draft. One, his name is Scoot Henderson, point guard, built like a linebacker, but gets up, is quick, can shoot, can jump out the gym, and part of the G League Ignite. An incredible talent at point guard. But the grand prize, Victor Wambanyama, the Frenchman, seventh 
foot five. Shoots the lights out. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant had a baby and spit out this Frenchman who gets buckets, talks shit, and literally does everything on the court. Seems like a player I would have liked to see LeBron James play with. But that's the business of the NBA. That guy, if the Lakers continue to to be on this path that they're on, might end up in New Orleans with another possible generational talent in Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, those guys that were traded for Anthony Davis. Not Zion, of course, but definitely Brandon Ingram, who's, who's become an impact player in the NBA, an all-star level player who out Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant last time out in Brooklyn. And I know it's real easy to blame everything on Russell Westbrook because he's an easy scapegoat. You know, he doesn't look too happy all the time. He's a little gruffy. His shot selection kind of stinks. He can't really shoot the ball anymore. His athleticism is starting to go. And I think everybody who watched Russell Westbrook throughout his entire career kind of knew this was what was going to happen once his athleticism started to trickle down. Is he still one of the most athletic players in the NBA? Probably. But the thing is, his athleticism is what made him so special. It overcompensated for so many other things that Russell Westbrook either couldn't do or other NBA players, especially at the point guard position, couldn't do. It was tragic watching those guys last night. I fell asleep thinking, man, I don't know, what, what, what do you do with this Lakers team? Sure, there's the trades out there with Buddy Heald and Miles Turner and all those guys, but like, I, 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 you're watching what I'm watching. I don't think this is going to be everything that just solves the problem. I'm pretty sure this is going to get worse. And I understand why the Lakers don't make that trade in Indiana. You already don't got no picks this year. And you already stink. It's clear you got to rebuild some stuff. It is clear that you got to do something different. It is clear that you're going to need some pieces to rebuild in the post-LeBron era. And if you're LeBron James, who by an act of God or just being a one-of-one talent is still performing at a high level, would you want to stay in L.A. much longer? I know he got business there, clearly. I clearly know that. But on a basketball standpoint, if you feel like you still have a lot to give to this game and you still got championships that you want, and quite frankly, you're LeBron James. The business is – you are a walking economy ab- ab- amongst yourself. Would you want to stay in Los Angeles? It's time to start asking those questions. Do you – contemplate trading Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis even a a, a a commodity that other teams would want to trade for to help the Lakers or to help their own team does Anthony Davis help any teams around the NBA right now maybe but not the Lakers not the Lakers 
they're in a whole heap of trouble. And if you're at the front office, at what point do you start thinking, what is the absolute best way to fix this team? What is the absolute best way to get back on track? It sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. But at what point do Lakers brass start thinking maybe the only way to get some pieces, to get some picks, to really reshuffle the deck and start from scratch because the Lakers are in championship or bust mentality year in and year out, especially when they have LeBron James on their team. You got to start thinking, what could you get for LeBron? It's a crazy thought. It's a it's it's a league altering thought. I, I I thought Kevin Durant couldn't be traded, and he clearly couldn't. But what do you do? Do you just stand in mediocrity? Do you just in, embrace the LeBron tour as he breaks all these all time records? And as long as he does it in a Laker uniform, that's a dub for you, probably. And hey, when you when you're not winning games, you got to give people reasons to keep coming back, and keep supporting the team. And you got a guy number twenty three, or number six, that does that for you. He's probably about a month and some change away, two months away maybe, from becoming the NBA's all time leading scorer. And championships are nice, but let. Lakers fans and the NBA tell you branding is way better. And when you have the top three all-time leading scorers in NBA history all having to wear Laker uniforms as they score their last points, seems like pretty good branding to me. Have you ever thought about your car personality? What's your vibe? Do you like the classic fully gas-powered engine? Are you a best of both worlds type? Driving on battery power while keeping gas on reserve just in case? Or are you more inclined to choose a convenient hybrid ride? Whichever your vibe, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all the details, the seats, the dash, the available panoramic roof, you name it. Hyundai thought of it. All while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgaters. Okay, Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson plug-in hybrid is only sold in California, Connecticut, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. What's poppin' people? This episode of Say Less is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Last year, Mountain Dew launched the Mountain Dew Real Change Opportunity Fund, a commitment from the brand to make tangible investments in black entrepreneurs. 
In year two of the Real Change Initiative, Mountain Dew is partnering with the HBCU Esports League to put a spotlight on HBCU student gamers and fuel their drive into the competitive field of esports by launching the Mountain Dew Real Change Challenge. With the focus on increasing black representation in esports and gaming, the Mountain Dew Real Change Challenge will support HBCU student gamers by sponsoring a nationwide HBCU esports tournament. Contestants will compete for an overall prize pool of $500,000, coaching and exposure to esports professionals, and a gaming contract with Mountain Dew for up to one year. Gaming fans can tune in to twitch.tv slash CXMMUNITY November 9th and November 16th to see who advances to the regionals. Let's continue on Kanye Talk. It's been a crazy couple of days in the world of Yeezy. But man, I, I've lost count of how many things have happened with Ye and the businesses that have stopped doing business with them. Let me read something from Hip Hop DX. Because Kanye went back to Instagram today. He don't seem like he's that upset. He seems a little off his rocker, but that's a little, that's not, that's nothing new. Kanye West returned to Instagram after, quote, losing $2 billion in one day after his Adidas contract was terminated. The rap mogul took to social media on Thursday morning to send a message to the entertainment industry super agent Ari Emanuel after he called for companies to stop working with him. Y'all know who Ari Emanuel is. I'm sure you watch Entourage. He is the guy that Ari Gold was based on. He is quite literally one of the most powerful people in all of entertainment. It's not even close. But based on his comments, Ye doesn't appear to be ruffled by losing such a large amount of money in a short space of time. Quote, Ari Emanuel, I lost $2 billion in one day and I'm still alive, Kanye wrote. This is love speech. I still love you. God still loves you. The money is not who I am. The people is who I am. Ari Emanuel wrote an op-ed for the Financial Times that condemned Ye's anti-Semitic views and explained that companies not taking action against him and how it would impact. Quote, Apple and Spotify, which host West Music, whoever organizes West tours, and Adidas, which collaborates with West on his fashion line, should all stop working with him, he wrote. Silence is dangerous. It allows forms of hatred and racism, including anti-Semitism, to spread and become normalized. It coarsens and degrades our society and our country. He continued, those who continue to do business with West are giving this misguided hate in the audience. There should be no tolerance anywhere for West's anti-Semitism. This is a moment in history where the stakes are high and being open about our values and living them is essential. Silence and inaction are not an option. It's almost become a running joke on social media about how many brands have dropped Ye. I saw TJ Maxx said they dropped Kanye from carrying his products to where I was surprised that TJ Maxx even carried Yeezy products. 
Did not know that. Stem player. The place where you can listen to Donda 2, that little orb thingy that plays music that you could edit and do different things with. They said they're out of the A business. And let me be clear. Kanye West is super wrong here. Especially because now his decisions and the things he said are affecting people around him who did have that loyalty to him. I see Jalen Brown. I see Aaron Donald. People from Donda Sports saying, hey, I can't, I can't be around that. I'm severing my ties. Thing that bothers me, Donda Academy allegedly shutting down. School. It's your school. It's kind of a weird school, but it's your school nonetheless. I'm pretty sure that wasn't part of the plan. On top of that, that Donda Academy basketball team was set to compete in a very prestigious high school basketball tournament. They can't participate in it. Tournament organizer said, we can't have anything involving this man, even though it has nothing to do with these kids. Guys like Rob Dillingham, Kentucky commit. Watched him at the Slam Summer Classic. Incredible point guard. Watched him at Overtime Elite this past weekend. Absolute dog. Absolute dog. Rob Dillingham. Probably going to be an NBA player. Going to go play for Coach Cal at Kentucky. Point guard. Don't know where he's going to play it now. Sure won't be that big of an issue. I'm sure there are tons of teams in high schools that will trip over themselves to accommodate some of the players of, of Donda Academy. But to all the people that keep saying, oh, this is part of some elaborate plan. This is part of what Ye wanted. He wanted to get out of these contracts. My conspiracy theory love in mind, I could almost get with that. Almost. Almost. I can see where certain people would think that. But I'm pretty sure this is a guy who doesn't really act as somebody who is really cognizant of all the foresight that it takes to do something like this, especially when it affects so many people. I think Kanye West, yay, Yeezy, and the things he said were absolutely deplorable, but this isn't the first time he said deplorable things. This isn't the first time he's went against people. This isn't the first time he said things that were filled with hate or came from a place of hate. I spoke about it the last Say Less Daily. We know that it took what it took for people to finally say enough. Enough. But didn't it open your eyes a little bit? Don't you think if folks that were initially offended by things he said had the power to take away things that made him powerful, they would have done it by now? Now's the time that it happens, with good reason. But it really does make you, you you see things a lot clearer than you did before this whole thing happened. I was not thinking about any of this. 
you know? Before Drink Chance, before the shop episode, before going on Fox News, the homeless cut, all that stuff. I wasn't thinking about any of this type of stuff. But I know people close to Ye. I know people that work with him. And some, in one shape or another, they've all been kind of burned by him in some way, shape, or form because of certain things like this. Because of, for somebody who is, claims to be a visionary, can sometimes be very short-sighted. But here's the thing about this. And here's what I need to know from people who's watching and listening and seeing all this happening with Kanye West. What more do you want? Because what happens if after all this, and I know he's he's since apologized for the words he said and apologized to the Jewish community for his anti-Semitic remarks, which were incredibly deplorable. I want to make sure that it's crystal clear as I'm as I'm talking into this microphone. Never support any of those views. But once that's done, once we've all established that this is wrong, and people who can't, who won't stand by you after saying that have stepped away, what happens after this? Because I'm pretty sure he's not going away. Is this part of the presidential run? Is this part of exposing what you think you were exposing? What comes after this? I had literally no vested interest in Kanye for a long time. People who listen to this podcast know the music wasn't slapping no more. Wasn't really crazy about the clothes. Uh, the inaction, the white lives matter. The slavery was a choice. All these things. I mean, yeah. There was a few songs that I thought was Iron on the Donda album. But as far as my Yeezy standing, it was pretty gone. It was done. I was, I was good on this. But now this whole thing has turned into what happens after this. I'm thoroughly interested now in the way that I wasn't before. Not because of my previous Kanye fanhood. Not because I think he really needs to just get some help and go away. And to be honest, I don't know the guy personally. There's people I know in my life that probably need help more than Kanye needs help. The guy's rich, richer than I'll ever be, probably. He don't need my prayers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> But being crystal clear now, my intrigue is at an all-time high with what happens next because, well, you know why. I mean, it, it it feels like if this was some sort of, I'm not even gonna entertain what he thought he was pulling off with this, but let's just for argument's sake say This was something that he was trying to get people to see. He said the people are his wealth, not his money. Okay, well, we're going to see how many people stand behind you after this. 
Because every part of what happens now is going to be of immense intrigue to everyone. If you agree with them, if you don't agree with them, if you think he should be, which I said weeks ago, when we first started doing Say Less Daily, if you think he's acting like somebody who doesn't want to be here anymore, to be quite honest, all eyes are there now. And I'm really interested in seeing what happens next. For the sake of, I don't know, everybody in here who listens or who has followed the guy through good times and bad, I think what's worse off than all this is it's never the person in front. I think we saw this with Trump. I think we saw this. We see this with a lot of people of immense uh, power, influence, charisma. It's never the front man that you got to worry about. It's the people who now feel emboldened to act on these negative thoughts, especially with people that I'm cool with, my friends, that feel like they have to be on guard now. And that's kind of how it's always been. Race relations have never been the greatest here. Surprise, surprise. But I am always wary about the people that are truly on the ground, 10 toes down. And those are the folks I feel for. Because when shit was happening with us, I'll tell you, man, some of my closest friends, some of the people when, 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 when shit was going down a couple summers back and it was really awkward, I seen weird-ass White Lives Matter flags in my own neighborhood, Blue Lives Matter flags in my own neighborhood. Some of my friends, especially my Jewish friends, were the first people to come to me. And say, yo, man, I hope you're good. You're right. We in this together. You know we don't think like that, right? And friends like that, you have to be vocal about. Ari Manny was right. Silence is, is, is condemnation, man. You got to be loud and proud in your support. But truth be told, I have to say, Whatever he says next is going to be of immense interest to a lot of people and how the world reacts to it. I know the man has lost $2 billion, but I promise you, this story probably isn't going away anytime soon. Last but not least, I just want to shout out my good friends, Big E, Kofi, Woods, Trin. Everybody at the Wakanda Forever premiere, I have nothing of note to to talk about at the premiere. I was just happy to see all my guys 
and gals. They get fresh to death. The Oose. Big Oose. Jimmy. Good time had by all, man. Can't wait to see Wakanda forever. Black Panther. But I'm going to wrap this up real quick because I got a busy day today. Got MSG today. Got The Ringer. Mass Man Show. We'll be talking a whole lot of wrestling today. Um, filming some Say Less episodes tonight. Got some special guests in the building, as always. Please, if you like our conversations, our talk, please support patreon.com slash say less. Make sure you go to youtube.com slash Kazim. Uh, make sure you're telling people about the podcast. We bu- we build it. I'm, I, this, is, this is our thing, man. This is our thing. I don't care if one person listens to it. I appreciate you. I don't care if 10 people listen to it. I appreciate you. We get to a million people listen to this. I'm still going to appreciate each and every one of it. But our own tribe, your own community, the own people that you that support you wherever you go, that is irreplaceable. And everyone who clicks on this, I appreciate. Anybody who supports this, I appreciate. So like I said, today, October 27, 2022, appreciate y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Say Less Daily. We're going to catch you on the flip side. I'm about to head to Brooklyn in a little bit to record some more episodes. But like we always do with this time, stay free, stay safe. And always say less. Have a great day, people. I will see you tomorrow.